Did you know that your tongue is a muscle that only weighs about one pound? But my, 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 what damage this small muscle is capable of doing. It's time for your tongue to stop criticizing and to start complimenting. It's time for your tongue to stop wounding others and to be a healing agent in the lives of the people around you. You're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I am your friend and your host, Carol McLeod. I hope you're enjoying this study from James chapter 3 that we're doing on the tongue. It's really convicting, isn't it? it? It really helps you understand the power of this little muscle between your pearly whites. Let me read to you from James chapter 3, verse 5. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. My little tiny tongue can do a big deal of damage. My tiny tongue can boast about some pretty impressive things in life. How about you? You know, really, at this season of my life, my problem with my tongue is, you know, I, I'm not a liar. I, I don't exaggerate too much. I um have put gossip aside. My problem with my tongue is I can boast. I love talking about my kids and my grandkids. I can really say some pretty impressive things about the next generation of the family, McLeod. And the Holy Spirit reminds me as I read James chapter 3, verse 5, Carol, don't let your tongue get too big for its hinges. Be careful who and what you talk about. Be careful how much you talk about your children and your grandchildren. Carol, be careful about how much you talk about certain things in your life. Carol, take a breath and let somebody else talk about their kids and their grandkids. Well, in James chapter 3, verse 5, this word boast, let me read it to you again. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. This word boast means to make a show or to be foolish. Now, your tongue disease may not be anger or gossip or lying or negativity, but your tongue disease, your mouth disease might be like mine. It's boasting. And in this moment, we need to cry out and say, Jesus, save me from myself. Cure me from my mouth disease. Jesus, less of me and more of you. No matter what your particular form of mouth disease is, one thing that we all must do is go back to its source. Determine what controls your tongue. Do your emotions control your tongue? Does your mind control your tongue? Do your circumstances tell your tongue what to say? Does your past determine what words you speak? Does your ego determine what words you speak? 
We all need to cleanse ourselves from all of those things and allow only the word of God to determine the source of our verbal interactions in life every single day. James chapter 3, the end of verse 5 and then verse 6. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell itself. Unless you were mentally and emotionally deranged. You would never take a match and set fire to someone's home or somebody's car or family pictures or or their valuables or their heirlooms or their yard, would you? None of us is really that sick or that twisted or that mean. But in the things of God, which is the real stuff in life, all this tangible stuff that we see with our eyes and touch with our hands, this is not the real stuff in life. The real stuff in life happens in the kingdom of God. And when we gossip, when we're unkind to somebody with our tongues, we're setting their very life on fire. And when we do that, we are guilty of arsony in first degree. When we gossip, when we send cruel things their way, when we talk to them in an unkind way or angry, we send scorching, biting flames their way, leaving their lives a charred, ruined mess. This verse tells us it just takes one small spark to set an entire house on fire. And it only takes one unkind, cruel word to destroy someone else's life. I want to talk to those of you who are parents for just a minute. Be very careful how you speak to the little lives that are under your watch for a very short season. Don't speak to them in anger. Don't call them names. Don't be harsh or cruel with them. There's a way to disciple and to train your children without raising your voice, without calling names, or without being too cruel. You can disciple them with firmness, yet with gentleness in your voice. James chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 tell us something very sobering, that, that when we use our tongue to set a fire in somebody else's life, that it, the source is hell. Let me read it to you one more time. And the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. Do you know where you got the spark? From hell. Do you know who lit your match? It was the devil. Do you know where your predisposition to be angry and cruel and unkind and bitter verbally comes from? The source is the enemy, the father of all lies. I want to encourage you today to take stock of your life and to determine what kind of tongue you have. Remove yourself from the influence of the enemy 
put a bridle in your mouth. Use your tongue as a rudder and steer clear of the dangerous waters of worry and fear and negativity and criticism in your life. I'd like to close on a more positive note, a compelling call when it comes to your tongue. The the good news is this, my friend, when you speak a positive word over someone else's life, you are speaking health, life, and wholeness over them. When you declare the word of God over your children and over your family, hell shakes and heaven gets involved. You are rendering your enemy powerless when you speak the word of God over your children, over your health, over your finances, and you are in agreement with heaven itself. Our positive, encouraging, biblical declarations fire from long range as well. Did you know that? When you encourage someone verbally, it lasts for decades. Can you remember a positive word that a teacher or a parent said about you as a child? I do. I still remember what my second grade teacher wrote in my yearbook. It impacted me greatly. Your words are gifts of life to the people under your watch. And so we must speak only kind, encouraging, beneficial, determining words over the lives of our family and our friends and our loved ones. I I just want to encourage you today to do something in a practical sense that is kind for somebody else. Give away something and let it cost you something. Let it hurt a little bit. Knowing that faith without works is dead. And the second thing I want to encourage you to do is speak a blessing over somebody else's life. Will you do that? And I especially want to encourage you to do it in someone's life that you have encountered a tumultuous relationship with. I want you to think of people in your life where there's been pain, where there have been moments of stress, and I want you to proactively speak a blessing over them. Write them a note, give them a phone call, shoot them a text message, say it on Facebook, say something kind and encouraging, look for something in their life that is valuable and speak about it. The blessing will come back to you a hundredfold. And then, finally, I'm really going to close. I want to review with you one more time what your verbal boundaries are. Because I want your tongue to be the healthiest, most valuable part of your entire life. I want to remind you what my verbal boundaries are, and I hope you'll adopt them for your life as well. Number one, I don't get to lie or to exaggerate. Number two, I don't get to put someone else down, even in jest. I don't get to be sarcastic. Number three, I don't get to gossip about others who have been made in the image of God. Number four, I don't get to hang out with people who gossip or are negative. Number five, I don't get to tell my side of the story just to make myself look better. Number six, 
I don't get to murmur or to complain or whine. And number seven, my tongue will always be used as an instrument of praise. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.